You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about where uh, the team president will um, involve himself in football matters. So the George McCaskey portion of the uh, news conference on Tuesday included the fact that you reported last week, Dan, that the general manager, Ryan Poles, will report directly to Kevin Warren and no longer to the chairman, George McCaskey. That was an expected move. I think it's not insignificant either. And as we have talked about, Kevin Warren is not the prototypical football guy in that he wasn't a player and he wasn't a coach and he doesn't come up through the ranks that way but he has been around winning organizations and he has been around the nfl for a very long time he knows what he's looking at and not asking him to draft anybody but i don't i always think that's a little overstated when you have his experience you'd be a fool not to not to use that to your advantage so if you're ryan poles i think you welcome the sounding board well, I can tell you, and we'll hear from Ryan Poles in a minute, that Ryan Poles is genuinely energized by the opportunity to work with Kevin Warren and to have this sort of back and forth in his day to day, you know, pursuit of what he's trying to pursue in terms of a roster build that invigorates him because he understands that Kevin can be a resource, a sounding board, a guardrail, somebody that can help him consider things he hasn't considered before, and that that naturally just provides productivity look like there, there's not going to be a situation where uh kevin warren comes in and overrides ryan poles and says no you're not making that decision this is my decision i'm going to dictate what we're doing here but there's going to be productive back and forth and i don't think you can underestimate what that means and what it means to have it come through a sophisticated lens we've talked forever about the bears having difficulty in their structure because they haven't had that sophisticated lens the the, the analogy that i've given for years is that it's like me taking my car in for a sixty thousand mile service and the mechanic finishing and bringing me out there popping the hood and tell me also to walk underneath and say how does it look? And me going, yeah, it looks great. And that's how the Bears have been analyzing the, the leaders of their football team forever. I have no idea what I'm seeing. I have no idea what I'm looking for. And so that, that doesn't allow me to perform a, a comprehensive review of the job that was just done. And I'll find out, you know, six months down the road that, the, you know, the, the catalytic converter is broken or the axles are off or whatever. I'm not a car guy, as you can tell. So this, this analogy is stumbling around a little bit. But you get the point. And what Kevin Warren does for Ryan Poles is he gives him a chance on a regular basis to have someone who gets it and understands where they're going and which rope they're pulling. I don't think you're necessarily looking for details like, well, he can't block this play and he can't run that route. You're not talking about route trees. You're not talking about details of football. You're talking about direction. And when you have a guy with his experience, you rely on that direction, that wisdom. And so that's what the value is for Ryan Poles, a 37-year-old general manager, going through this for the first time. And you want to be sure that you have 
that you feel secure in every decision you make. And you're going to feel a lot better about it if you get the endorsement of your boss, the man you report to. That's that's collaboration. That's not it's only the insecure leaders who feel yeah. like that is, you know, that threatens them or threatens their authority. So I think it was refreshing to hear that Kevin Warren who probably is the most qualified uh, NFL executive in that building is going to be a part of this. And I think it's, it's going to be a very natural exchange between the two at a time when they're go- now more than ever with the first time they've had a first overall draft pick since 1947. This is the ideal time to get more people in the room, not fewer. So a couple small branches to, to what you just said there. And, and Kevin Warren in the small group session brought up uh, an example from his time in Minnesota. And it was the drafting of Adrian Peterson, which I think was 2007. You can double check me on that. But his words were, don't see ghosts under the bed. Right. And so this was an example of something from his past in the draft where people were going, well, Adrian Peterson was supposed to be picked top three. And now he's at four. And now he's at, well, how did he get to us at seven? There must be something wrong. And the Vikings all along said, don't see ghosts under the bed. Like we've got, this is it. This guy just fell in our lap. Let's not overthink this. Let's take him. And what do they they get? They get a guy who ends up winning the league MVP award at some point in his career that other six other teams passed on for whatever reasons. And so that type of experience allows him to provide an anecdote to Ryan Poles that may help him if he's struggling with a player. Well, I love this guy, but why doesn't everybody else love him as much as I do? Well, let's, let's, let's talk through it. Let's watch film. Let's see if either of us has connections to anyone in his past that can help us, uh, um, you know, get some more insight on what makes him tick, what 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 he does well, what he doesn't do well. Those resources are invaluable. I think there's some pushback, David, and you can respond to this in, in terms of, okay, Kevin Warren seems like a great leader, but how is it going to help the football team win the NFC North? My first response to that would be, what if Kevin Warren does things to help Ryan Poles do his job better, which then helps Justin Fields to do his job to the highest level, and all of a sudden you've got this channel effect where you've gotten leadership that helps everyone do their job to the best of their ability, and you're not trying to dodge obstacles as much as you're just trying to stay the course and go forward. And that's where I think a team president in this role with this level of connection to the general manager can make a big difference. You know, I always say that two of the biggest missteps in the last decade during my time on the beat that the Bears made was the 2017 draft process. And then in 2000, after the 2020 season, when they decided to stay the course with Ryan Poles and Matt Nagy, and then allowed them to draft a quarterback without job security that then put the first year of Justin Fields' development in a compromised state, which they're still trying to work through, those are missteps that I don't think will happen. And so when you have somebody at the top that can can allow, uh, that can make sure that those missteps don't, don't happen, that can provide the guardrails, you can see how that will make a big difference in the long term. Those are great examples. So is 2015 when uh, team president Ted Phillips enlisted Ernie Acorsi's help to search for a head coach and hire Ryan Pace, who then uh, had John Fox foisted upon him, perhaps. I mean, it wasn't the greatest, most uh, seamless transition. And you wonder what that would have been like had there been stronger, clearer leadership or had they not needed to go outside the building. Because I think when you do that, I'm not sure what what purpose it serves necessarily. And it also it, it acknowledges the fact that you're not capable of doing the job yourself. You can go back to uh, the lack of a strong, clear uh, decision maker 
uh, or conventional decision maker when they picked Mark Trustman over Bruce Arians, which turned yeah. out to be a, a historical blunder. And there are other examples along the way. Frankly, Dan, I, I wondered this aloud on the air on the Mullane Hall show the other day. I don't know that it would have been any different, but I would have loved to have had Kevin Warren's input with Ryan Poles as they went through the Roquan Smith saga. I don't know if Roquan Smith would be locked up long-term with the Chicago Bears still at Hallis Hall uh, if Kevin Warren would have been the team president because I just don't know now what that means. You would make – I think that they're – they're in a position now, in my mind, I think in our minds, to make smarter decisions, sounder ones that make a little bit more sense. Well, that specific anecdote, like I think we all agree that Roquan Smith's exit was in part friction-based. Yes. And so it's like, what if you were able to manage the friction well in advance of the friction actually occurring? And, and you a- didn't allow hard feelings to become part of what, what became the divorce? Yeah, that, that's all I mean. Is I, I'm not saying that Kevin Warren has got this great idea and philosophy about off-the-ball linebackers and three yeah, right. defenses versus 4-3 defenses. I'm talking about my contention that at some point in time, personal feelings did uh, affect Ryan Poles' professional judgment. It was it was a little bit awkward, and there, there were there were you know there was friction that might have been avoided had you had a smoother more experienced leader involved collaborating with Ryan Poles. I don't know if it would have made a difference. Maybe it wouldn't have, but I can't, I can't think that somebody as impressive as we have seen Kevin Warren already to be wouldn't have had a say, maybe it would have had the same conclusion, but wouldn't have been involved in something that delicate. Not only collaborating with Ryan Poles, but having the opportunity on multiple occasions to sit down with Roquan Smith and say, yes. listen, like I, I understand that, that you have some hard feelings about X, Y, and Z, but let's just explain to you how an organization has to look at these things through a big picture lens. And we don't want you to take it personally. There's a, there, there, there's a tact and a grace that, that becomes a part of that. Now, that, listen, that's a complicated scenario, but it's, it's a good one to bring up because there's going to be dozens of these every year to some extent. And at some point in time, it's like, well, let me tell you about the time we dealt with this with the Rams. Let me tell you about the time we dealt with this alliance. Oh, yeah, this reminds me of what we dealt with with the Vikings. Look, <laughs> somebody, somebody who somebody who has that much experience is inevitably going to be better at dealing with crises that come up than somebody who is doing it for the first time. That's just that's just common sense. This is for a different podcast, but the 2010 Vikings are a case study in crisis management. They had 150 things go wrong in that season, including but not limited to the stadium roof collapsing. <laughs> right. And then, then having to go having to go play that. outdoors and having to go. To, there were there were 100 things within that season that, that Kevin Warren experienced and was a part of that will help guide him. But look, like I, I said to a friend of mine on, on Tuesday, I said, anyone who's ever had a great boss gets it and understands why this matters. Anyone who hasn't doesn't. And that's fine, right? There'll be a difference opinion and you, and you won't really understand what, what a great boss does to produce results. Ryan Poles is the guy that matters most in this because his job right now is to take the team that finished with a, the league high 14 losses, franchise record 14 losses, a 10-game losing streak, and try to turn him into a, a, a champion and a team that can sustain success over a long period of time. His relationship with Kevin Warren matters the most. And again, what I said earlier is the sincere energy that he has is significant out of the gates. Now you have to be able to maintain that. You have to be able to retain that. But here's what uh, some of what Ryan Poles had to say Tuesday on what excites him about the chance to join forces. Yeah, the collaboration piece, the challenging part, um, to sit down and have an idea. Um, the one thing you can probably tell 
and where we are alike is just the creative thing. There's nothing better to sit down with a group of people that are creative and just feel completely free to dump your thoughts on the table. The really cool things can happen from that, and it can circulate and come out with making a really cool decision that can help our franchise take the next step. Though that's going to add to the list of ideas. I think Ryan Poles probably has a couple hundred himself. So that's probably why the number is up in the 400s or something. I hope that they're, it's going to take that creative approach and that open-mindedness to deal with the amount of proposals the Bears will receive for that number one draft pick. That's just one small part of this. But you multiply that with all the decisions that a general manager has to make in any given day in any given week, in any given year, it helps to have somebody who has been through it before. Just on a side note, Ryan Poles did bring up that number one pick on Tuesday and said it's too early to sort of gauge what the market is for that, that most teams at this stage are still working through their, their free agency boards and figuring out what's available in that market, then putting together kind of their, their, their draft visions and then trying to uh, you know combine those two things to figure out what they want to do to spend. And so he said it'd be about a month or so before he really knew what the auction was going to be like for that number one pick. I hope the Bears are able to turn this into, a, as I told you on, on 670, the score, a gift basket full of picks that they can use this year, next year, maybe two years down the road to make themselves a more complete football team. Uh, right now, that's a wait-and-see proposition, and we'll see where it goes. But but certainly, Ryan is going to have someone that he can say, hey, this trade's been offered to us. W- what do you think? And then there'll be a discussion, and ultimately they'll come to a decision that they think uh, makes sense. We'll talk about that draft pick, and we'll talk about the playoffs, and we'll talk about other things besides Kevin Warren in our next podcast at drops on Friday morning. Anything else about this one before we wrap it up? The Warren report. Yeah, no, I just, I look, I, I think the energy uh, injection is real. And I think the energy uh, re- injection is going to be consistent for a long time. And then it's all a matter of, of what shape does this take? What are the first priorities? Obviously, we're, we're on pins and needles waiting for some developments in the stadium project to figure out what that looks like. And once we start to get uh, some, some drawings, right, and some videos and, and some things to look at on what Arlington Heights could be, I think that's going to be when the excitement on that project goes up two or three levels. Hopefully, that's within this calendar year. We're sitting here in mid-January. We just met the new Bears president. The Bears are looking at Arlington Heights to build a new football stadium and a new home, and they have the number one overall draft pick with Justin Fields as the incumbent franchise quarterback. There's a lot of reasons that, number one, Bears fans can feel optimistic, but also this is a very intriguing team all of a sudden and a very interesting franchise. And 2023 is going to be full of great storylines, great developments, and and more surprises along the way, which makes this a lot of fun. I texted someone earlier today and said this is an ideal time, capital I-D-E-A-L, ideal time to be covering this franchise because it's a fascinating period and there's going to be a lot that happens in the near future. And it's uh, I'm glad that Take the North is off the ground and running because we've got a forum to, to keep everybody posted and in the loop on, on all that's ahead for this team. 